One, two, three, clap. Welcome to another episode of Hey Buddy, Nice Podcast. Over there, boiling a haggis, that's Brogan Hastings. And throwing some shrimp on the barbie, it's Wayne Giovanazzi. Have, have you actually even eaten haggis? No, uh, but I've I've seen people eat haggis. <laughs> well, no, I tell, I tell a lie. I think I had haggis when I was really young, but uh, I don't like it. I didn't like the... The smell, or it's probably the texture as well. You Was know? it the gut, the intestine, or the lung that you weren't a fan of? It doesn't. It doesn't look like that though. When you see haggis, it just no. it looks like mince. Mm. It looks like mince with okay. like grain and stuff in it. Uh, but it, so I can understand why a lot of people like it. But it's it just looks and smells rancid to me. See what you should have said. You shouldn't have said shrimp on the barbie for me. You should have. You should have talked about a steak and kidney pie, because that's, that's very something English. that Aussies. Eat. Oh, it's English, but it's Aussie as well because it's you know a meat pie. It's sort of fucking Aussie as. But I, I have only eaten that by by mistake, by accident. I do not go out of my way to eat awful. Mm. That and lamb's fry one time, which I did not know was like innards of a lamb. Yeah. No. It's... Yeah. I do not do. I, I I'm bad enough with meat in general, um, but yeah, awful. I cannot do at all. I think back when I was a meat eater, I tried it because I think it's the kind of thing my mum likes. Because you know, one of the <sighs> weird things she like, you know, with our four thousand kilos of veggies every meal. Uh, yeah, I've never known anybody to eat vegetables like my mum eats vegetables. It's unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I mean, we know we know my my problems with meat anyway. Yes, yes. So yeah, not... say your problems. They're not mental. They're physical problems <laughs> with meat. Yeah, yeah. My... <laughs> it could be mental. Let's... I don't know. <laughs> it's a um, psychosomatic issue with meat. Yes, that's what you have. Yeah. Mm. Um, my problems with meat are yeah. I I. I do not eat anything off the bone. I cannot have something with bone in it. I remember you seeing uh, this. Yeah, I think it might have been on Hay Scoops I was talking about it. I don't remember. Anyway, um, that, is it weird that I only refer to Ice Cream Social as Hay Scoops most of the time? <laughs> no, it's, the, it's their handle. It's fine. It, it makes, <laughs> yeah, I suppose it does make sense right enough. Yeah, but chicken is a hard one. I don't, I don't, I only eat the white meat. So nothing on the bone. So none of this drumstick business. Mm -hmm. I won't eat a thigh. Yeah. Um, so it's just breast meat. And even then, if I'm making a chicken dish at home and cutting up a chicken breast, I go through a process. Yeah. I I have a way that I will cut this chi uh, that I will carve this raw chicken breast because. As a kid, I don't remember the chicken breasts having so many giant veins running through them, right? Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's this GMO bullshit. I don't know. Oh, oh are we getting into um, Rogan territory here? I don't know. <laughs> Joe Rogan territory? I don't know. Anyway, uh, so, uh, look, a chicken breast, it's got a weird part where it connects to bones, which I have to, like, slice off in the beginning. And I Look, you, I'm, t I'm explaining this to you who probably 
has no idea what I'm talking about because you just don't eat chicken. Yeah, and even when I did, it was like, I don't know how to describe it. They were already off the bone. They were already like chicken breast fillets. Yes, yes, a chicken breast fillet. That that's not my problem. That's this is this is two separate issues. Mm -hmm. One is nothing with a bone. Yeah. Two is is trying to get the chicken that I will eat off of a chicken breast. Like I have to dissect it. Right. Yeah. No. With I know. The precision I know. of a surgeon. Yes. I used to do that so as to, well. Yeah. But see, it starts off. You take it out of the the packet of chicken breasts you placed on the cutting board you pull out your knife mm -hmm. and you scrape off the chicken slime from the top oh, i would rinse it Wait. oh what you <laughs> rinse chicken did I, I i think i did i know i i know i washed my hands after touching it oh, yeah no kidding you wash your hands after touching raw chicken no but i mean uh, like but... pulling it out the packet oh yeah 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 you have you to know, i would well, wash no, my hands the, the... a lot in between working oh, in the oh, kitchen, no, kitchen you learn... i think i used kitchen roll to like <laughs> Roll it to dry it out. <laughs> Kitchen roll, not just for spiders. <laughs> Multi-purpose. <laughs> Multi-purpose kitchen roll. No, see, when working in a kitchen, you learn that one hand is your wet hand, one hand is your dry hand. Mm -hmm. So one hand is for taking your chicken breasts out, the other hand is for holding your knife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's the, the chicken slime is your first step. The second step is cutting off all the weird, like, bits of white crap, which I assume is chicken fat i don't I really know so. hmm. that, that still is classed as chicken slime to me yeah uh, and then uh i cut it into three separate parts uh i've got the main part the fleshy bit which has got no veins in as far as i'm aware where mm. i just i just dice that nicely yeah. then you got the weird part which is the very veiny part that's where all the veins live mm -hmm. that's where you have to dissect it like a surgeon yeah and then the last part is the weird part that like connects to like a rib cage or something i don't know um but that yeah that is that is just trying to find the good the good mate yeah it I... sounds it sounds psycho talking about it now no i i'm remembering all this because it's been a long time since i've cut any kind of raw meat but i mm, do remember especially with chicken breasts that i would cut cut bits off and my mum would be like why are you throwing away all that good chicken and i was like it's not good yeah. chicken it's disgusting exactly. when i worked in in the restaurant i knew that i could not be like that i would just take the the chicken breast and cut it up and they say here you go chef here's the diced chicken do with it as you wish the people in the restaurant they're not going to look too hard. They're just going to eat it. That's the thing. As long as you're not the person that's eating it, that's... that's fine. Yeah. This is not what we plan to talk about first thing. Oh, I tell you, it, it's on topic, actually. Oh, no, it's not. It, it's on topic because I've got a lot of talk about birds. That's Speaking true. of chickens, there's some microphone abuse for you. I did not mean to hit the microphone. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to the bird talk. Uh, I guess the pressing issue is... Um, I guess a couple of days ago, uh, her royal Highness, no, her majesty, the queen, um, she oh, dead. We Lizzie's deed. Yeah. She? Yeah. It's, I don't know. I mean, it's a very strange thing for me because, um, I don't know if I've ever said this to, to you or folk before, but the queen was the spitting image of my grandma. <laughs> um, uh, my grandma who died a couple of years ago now, literally just before the pandemic. Mm. So yeah. it was always nice to see pictures of her because I always thought, oh, it's my wee grandma. Aww. So, so 
the announcement. Do your bank you... notes have the queen on it? Yep. Okay, so every time you would pay with cash, you'd be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like any any pictures, any video, anything. I was just like, she really does look like my wee grandma. And then the yeah. announcement came up, and it did feel a bit like losing my grandma again. Oh, that's that you sucks. Know? I can understand why folk are like. I actually, I I don't really know. I I get that people are celebrating because it's like because the, they're down they're down with the monarchy anyway. They're like yeah. But I try. I don't. I don't mind a joke here and there. Like one of my favorites yeah. is the fact that <laughs> she, the Queen met Liz Trust when I'm better than this and immediately noped out and made it a Charles mm. problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I don't. I don't so, mind stuff like that. But yeah, at the same time, it's like. I just look at it as, like, yes, there's obviously going to be jokes and it's, one, it's a coping mechanism for some people. Two, some people are making jokes because they don't like the monarchy or whatever. Three, they're making jokes because of jokes. But I'm fine with all of that. But either way, it's still it's still a person is dead. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. And I think the funny thing is even the people that I've spoken to that don't like the monarchy, I'm not a big monarchy fan. I don't hate that. I'm just like, eh, whatever. So um, so you would not call yourself a staunch monarchist? I'm not a staunch monarchist, no. But the Queen the Queen's different. She's just okay. she's just a wee old lady. And I get that there's I get that there's bad stuff, there's stuff that she shouldn't have done as well, but it's my wee grandma. So a wee <laughs> fake grandma. <laughs> Do, are, 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 you, are, you, are you folks getting a um a public or bank holiday? I Anytime thought we were soon. getting one on Friday. I'll be honest. Oh, oh, um, like this past Friday. Yeah, um, because obviously they announced that she'd passed uh, half past six yeah. our time. Yeah. Um, on the Thursday. I mean, they can't just pull it out of nowhere. They have to give you some notice. Like I learned today that we're getting the twenty second. It's a, th- a Thursday. We're getting the Thursday the twenty second off. Oh, I think that's because holiday. our our funeral is the twenty first. Oh, okay. So yep. that'll probably all right. That would. Makes sense with all but the time difference and stuff. That's already some kind of national day of mourning or something. Oh yeah, we're which... already we're already in national mourning. We this sounds so bad. Um, we the BBC can't play any comedy shows for twelve days following the Queen's death. What? Yeah. Is that, okay. What comedy shows are on right now on the BBC? I need to know what shows I'm missing out on. It's not so much what are on right now, but. Um, the new series of Ghosts is due to start on the 23rd, which okay, is that's fine. just that's after. <laughs> oh, that, that's okay. I can live with that. I, yep. Yeah. So it's, but stuff like that, but all like news channels and stuff, it's literally just talking about the Queen, you know? Really? So right now, news coverage 24 7 for you is Queen Dis, Queen Dat? Pretty much. I mean, I haven't turned on terrestrial television uh, in a long time, so I don't really know what the news is talking about. Mm-hmm. See, I, I, I don't either. I, uh, I only know because my mom and dad were watching it, and I was walking past. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, right." I was walking past literally as they announced it. Uh, oh, that, that oh, she did. Um, yeah. But then I just went upstairs and put on Monty Python. <laughs> yeah. Which not not to sort of console yourself, you were you were already doing that anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God, I've got Netflix. Yeah. So is it is everything on Netflix for Monty Python? Like, um, not just like the movies and that, but like Flying Circus. Pretty much everything. Uh, 
The only thing, the only Python adjacent stuff thing, isn't even a Python thing. It's a thing called Holy Flying Circus, which mm. was a comedy thing they done that was the story of when Life of Brian released. Yeah, because uh, obviously there was a whole controversy thing culminating in John Cleese and Michael Palin going on a chat show uh, mm. with this bishop and a guy called Malcolm Muggeridge, and it was the angriest michael palin has ever been <laughs> i can't even picture michael palin being angry you wouldn't think so. i mean for a normal person you would think they look a wee bit peeved off but for michael palin you're like oh my god all right so on a scale of michael palin at his angriest mm-hmm. um being the maximum on this scale and zero being not angry at all where would you say I fall on that scale where you've <laughs> where you've observed me? You've literally broken the scale. Mm, you I'd you're believe you're that. up at like John Cleese levels. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I I haven't thought about that before. You're probably right. On a scale of Pythons being angry, Michael mm. Palin being the lowest at a uh, like at Pythons at their angriest, Michael Palin the lowest, John Cleese at the highest, you are you're brushing Beyond. the John Cleese levels. Okay, that that's some that's the, the problem is John Cleese is angry as a character. Mine is not a character. Mine is a personality. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that was just him in general, though. Well, it, it, it takes me back to what Penn says when they were filming uh, Unpleasant World of Penn and Teller when they had John Cleese on. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Cleese said to him, uh, "You and I have both um, found value in." Being a big angry person. Yeah, yeah. To paraphrase, the thing thing that always me is that John Cleese always John Cleese always picked fights with the Terrys just for fun, just for shits and giggles. What is a Terry? Terry Jones and Terry Gilliam. Okay, okay. I thought I thought it was just your um, pronunciation of Tories or something like that. No, we hate the Tories anyway. But um, yes, but no, it would just like on. Uh, their the very last live show, one down five to go. They were getting mm. the way the show starts off is there's like a fake TARDIS thing that they all get into. Uh, it's playing this something playing a video on the screen that comes up and the boys come out. When they yeah. were getting into it, as the overture's playing, they can hear the music, <laughs> and I think it was I can't remember if it's Teddy Jones or Telly Gilliam, but they were saying something, and John just goes, "Shh, shut up," <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, oh, right." There's a beat, and then Eric goes. Dead. They can't hear us, you know. <laughs> John, John says, yeah, I know. I just wanted to pick a fight with Terry. <laughs> yeah. You know, that just... That, was, that was really their last live special? That was the one that was at the O2 yeah. arena? Yeah. That, that, was, that seems like it was so long ago. It was almost 10 years ago. It was 2014. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because they're obviously... That's obviously changed now, and it's two down, four to go. Mm, yeah. Oh. Because who was it? Who was it recently again? Oh, yeah. Terry latest? Jones. It Terry, was Terry Jones, yeah. Terry Jones back. Well, he was—he'd been ill for ages, though. He'd had—he mm. had dementia and stuff. And you can tell watching the live show, like he said to them at the start, "My memory is going." And mm. like when you watch, like not even the version that's on Netflix. If you watch the ones, the clips that are on YouTube, yeah, which are like the include the bits that they've cut out. There's a whole section in the um, Whistle Chocolate sketch where Terry just totally loses his thing and John just rips the card out of his hand because he's reading it from a card. 
oh, which really? makes sense wow. in the sketch. You know, he gets yeah, away yeah. with it, but John rips out his hand and reads it with him. <laughs> you know, which is fun. Like, if you were just watching it and you didn't know, you would just think it was John just being a dick and, yeah. you know, and it, it's funny in context, but it's very much John covering for, for Terry. Mm. Yep. Speaking of the Pythons, I guess we can go straight into drawing talk yes. because you've been doing some drawings. Yes, this is this is a funny thing. This is one of the first things I think I've ever. I don't I don't know how to say it. Like the first thing I've got back into or into in general, where I've just been able to be like, I'm going to draw that. Mm. You yep. know, with with Penn and Teller and stuff, it was. It was a good few months after I got into Penn and Teller that I started drawing. Okay. Um, I think it was actually a year. I think it was a year because it was right at the start of the pandemic kind of stuff that I really started getting into them. Um, yeah. And it was 2021 that I started drawing. So this is the first time that I've been just going back into something and I'm just like, I'm just going to draw this. So it's been, okay. that's been quite, quite fun. And it was very much a, a brush experiment as well. I thought I'm going to try out some new brushes on Procreate. And Ooh, what what brushes have you been experimenting with? The calligraphy ones. Ah, uh, yes. Because I wanted to I try the different a uh, brush style and what it does and stuff. And it's it's all right. Mm. And it was a good test with just doing stuff in black and white. Yeah. Or or grayscale. Gray I'm liking the grayscale. Yeah, it's. I think it kind of suits it well. Um, mm. But it 100 came from the fact that I I was watching old flying circus stuff and I was like, wow. Terry Jones was Hollywood handsome. Like, <laughs> and if you see, like, even just headshots and stuff, it would be easy to think that he was, like, an old Hollywood star, like, you know, yeah. Clark Gable or something. Yeah. But, like, it, it, it was stupidly... Like, Palin was always, you know, the cute one, and Idol was the one that I think was just the most gorgeous, either dressed as a man or a woman. I used to say <laughs> back in the day, he's a more beautiful woman than I could ever hope to be. <laughs> but no Joan, Joan I was like wow he, he was actually gorgeous I can see why so many women just slept with him alright so uh, um, uh, what was Gilliam then Gilliam was the, the little goblin weird freak man the goblin I, I would, maybe the, the the talented one being that he, he with his direct and stuff like that. Well, that's because that was Jones for the most part. Yeah. Mm, uh, yeah. He, like, he's. It, it's a hard one because you could absolutely. Like, not that you could imagine Python without any of them. Mm. Uh, apart from Cleese, because series four, <laughs> series four is without Cleese, but. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but even that, it feels weird. It feels wrong. Um, but you couldn't. Like, Gilliam's the aesthetic. You know, all mm. the. That's kind of what made it really. Like, if you ever yeah. any of the promotional material, any of the, the books, the stage show, it's it's got Gilliam slapped all over it. Yeah, to me, it all feels like that he's more than just the talent in the show. Mm -hmm. like he's doing more uh, behind the scenes stuff and promotion. I guess I don't know what you'd call it today. Yeah, because I think he. He used to say he had the most freedom out of a lot of them because what he used to say in the scripts was, uh, like, stops here, Gilliam starts, Gilliam ends. And he's like, <laughs> how I get there is up to me. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... But at the same time, it was always quite funny to see him 
in sketches and doing stuff and mm. i've been listening to to the albums as well because they're all on youtube music i do have the, the actual yeah. physical records but you know listen to them there's one that's um i'm sure it's it's teddy jones starts off and now mr terry gilliam will sing for you i've got two legs <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he says it. <laughs> and Terry just sings, and about halfway through the song, he just gets shot. <laughs> which, always, which always made me laugh. Which was in both the live shows as well. Just oh, really? <laughs> Terry coming across the top of the screen <laughs> on strings, and they just, Cleese gets out a shotgun. <laughs> Shit. See, this, this should really be your cultural exchange for me, is to watch all of the Python stuff. Python, Python. Do you say Python or Python? python so it sounds yeah. like it's got an i rather than an o yeah see whereas americans they all as far as i'm aware and have heard they all say python yeah when saying monty python it's like but they don't say doesn't... monty they say monty python <laughs> and they have monty python yeah you know uh... yeah it's like melbourne let's go to melbourne yeah Look, let's go to melbourne and visit the arsies <laughs> But you know what? America did Python a lot of good, so we'll not yeah. we'll not knock them too badly. But I've, I've, so, how much have you seen then? The fact that you're I've saying seen... you've not seen anything, like you're look, no, no, I've 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 definitely seen um, Meaning of Life, yes, multiple times. Mm. I've seen bits and pieces of Flying Circus, and the mm. thing that I I I can't I can't stand the animated bits in in any of it. Oh wow! It, I don't. I don't like how it looks. It it disturbs me. I think I don't. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I I can understand that. I will say I prefer the animated bits in Flying Circus over the ones in the movie. Mm. And I think it's because there was much more freedom in Flying Circus to just do whatever the the hell yeah he wanted. Whereas with it, like um, with Holy Grail, it obviously had to look Arthurian. Yes, you know. With Life of Brian, was there animated? I don't think there was animated bits in Life of Brian. There's yeah, a weird alien bit. Brian. <laughs> oh, the, oh, yeah, I've ti- heard of that. Uh, there's the title screens, mm. which yeah match up. Um, but yeah, I was was. I'm trying to think of the animated bits that were in Meaning of Life, but I think it was just there the title were screens. Maybe and, one or two. There wasn't much. Yeah, title screens and the Galaxy Song were the only two I can think of. Mm. So I think that might be all I've seen is Meaning of Life, a bit of Flying Circus, and um, Holy Grail. And I say, I say this as a, you know, as a Meaning of Life apologist, someone who really does love that movie. You've seen objectively the worst Python film. It's it's because it's it's it is just sketches and skits, really, yeah. isn't it? Put together. Yeah. yeah. It's, Unlike. It, yeah, it does have a chain that goes through it. Mm. But this is this. That's what I never understood about why Americans loved Holy Grail so much because it's very much that. It's very much just skits put together. So if you ask an American what the best Monty Python movie is, they say Holy Grail. If you ask a Brit, they say Life of Brian. I don't know if I agree with that, but I I feel like a lot of um, maybe comedy enthusiasts mm. say Life of Brian. Maybe that's what it is. I see. I think it, again. I think that's that's the opposite from what I've seen. Like every, you know, I suppose because I watch a lot of the like interviews and stuff like that. Every time I've mm. seen them go to America, um, you know, 
be any of these Q and A stuff. Everybody always mentions Holy Grail. Yeah. And it's never Life of Brian. I always put it down to the fact that the religion thing with Life of Brian, which really annoys me. But you know, that's a that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> me talking about the religious aspects yes. of Life of Brian. <laughs> um, but Life of Brian was good because it was it was a film. It was a whole film. Mm. Okay, it had sketch bits in it, but it felt like a whole film. It had a beginning, middle, and end. Exactly. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. It had one story that went through it that happened to have side branches off to other bits. Yes. Yeah. I feel like if I if I was going to watch uh, Python Python stuff, it's going to become something to me, kind of like when I got into David Bowie, where it's like. I'm just going to take in literally all of it and that's going to consume my life for this long. And I, I know that there is a lot to take in. Yeah, I would say that's no bad thing. That's what happened to me. Oh, yeah. And that's what, yeah. and I can remember it because it was just before graduation. And like, I've seen everything, Python, mm. like everything. Uh, and. And I remember the minute, because I'd, I'd watched Holy Grail and Life of Brian years ago. Mm. Uh, my cousin got me the DVDs for either my birthday or Christmas. And I remember, and I know that Holy Grail was the first one I watched, because I spent at least half an hour trying to turn off the Swedish subtitles. <laughs> Because no one had told me, and I was like, you know, I was like, oh, fuck, I'll just sit and watch it. And then I was like, why are they talking about? Oh, right, okay, this is supposed to be like that. Yeah. Um, See, I didn't have that problem because I would the first time I saw I saw it would have been on VHS. Right. Yeah. So I would have realized that it was the bit. Yeah. No, I I did not. I did not. Um, <laughs> but. So I watched their age and I thought, yeah, they're okay. For some reason, for some unknown reason, I thought Graham Chapman was just the main actor that they hired in each of these movies. I didn't realise he was oh. an actual Python. <laughs> um, it's like, wow, he gets a lot of work, doesn't he? he well, must be I, friends with I him thought, or something. wow, they're using this guy again. He must be really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I remember I was really ill. I can't remember what it was, stomach flu or something. I was like, I just want to watch... I think I was, I'd gone out. I think I was like, okay, I'm going to go out to and buy myself something nice to cheer me, myself up. And I found the 40th anniversary edition of mm. uh, Holy Grail. And it's like a big box set thing. Uh, really? With, it's, it's shaped like sort of castle tower thing. And you can it's got wee bits with it that's essentially got this plastic thing that you stick in the back and you can fling cows. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> little plastic cows that you get it was great and That's I watched cool. that and I thought actually this is quite good I should maybe watch the original series mm. so I went out and bought Flying Circus put that on uh, bearing in mind this is this is before this was before Netflix this is, before, this is back oh, when Netflix yeah, yeah. was selling DVDs this is when Netflix was you went to their website and signed up and they would send you unlimited DVDs for unlimited time yeah yep um so yes, I went out and bought Flying Circus. I remember putting it on. At first I was like, okay, I don't really know what this is. And the sketch that mm. I fell in love with, which was, and it's in the first episode, it's Whizzle Butter. And it starts off with a Gilliam animation. And it's like, you know, try new Whizzle Butter. You know, nine out of 10 housewives uh, can't tell the difference between Whizzle Butter and a dead crab. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, 
and then it cuts to a bit where Michael Palin's like an interviewer, and the other the other four guys are dressed up as the pepper pots. Graham Chapman goes, I can't tell the difference between Wizzo Butter and this dead crab. It's like, yes. <laughs> it... <laughs> yes, nine out of ten British housewives can't tell the difference between Wizzo Butter and a dead crab. Mm, yes, yes, he's right. Graham Chapman, John Cleese hits him with a handbag. Yeah, you're that guy <laughs> off the television, aren't you? Yes, and all these silly women who can't tell the difference between Wizzo Butter and a dead crab. Oh, yes. You try that round here, young man, and we'll slit your face. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, going, what the fuck that that was i was like oh right shit i love this so you you've you've kind of put it into context you've said after graduation i don't know if that means high school or extra studies university a uh, vampire cape okay. era vampire cape university yes uh, i watched all the stuff just before then and the night before graduation, I watched, I can't remember if it was, and now for something completely different, Hollywood Bowl or Meaning of Life. I think it was, and now for something completely different. Yeah. So what you're saying is I need to watch all of it. Yes. Okay. Yes. In that case, I'm going to make you watch a whole bunch of Sean McAuliffe stuff. I will watch Sean McAuliffe stuff. Yeah. I'll have to curate a list. Sean McAuliffe or Sean McAuliffe? Oh, you know what? That is that is case in point. That is a constant running joke through literally everything he does. Right, okay. Is the pronunciation of his surname. Right, that's okay. As long as you're not going to shout at me for pronouncing it wrong, that's fine. Oh, no, no, no. See, I'll, I'll have to make you watch. Uh, I'll, I'll hand... You know, I'll send you a... Uh, actually, no. I'll put it on, like, my Plex or something, and I'll let you log in and watch some DVDs, which is a collections of uh, a sketch comedy show called called Full Frontal, um, which is where he got his start, basically, Ooh. where he got his popularity. Yeah. And that way you can get an appreciation for who he is. And then I will do the same. Maybe some... Uh, there's a bunch on YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. uh, some Some specials that he's had and some shows that he's hosted because there's one series called um, uh, the McAuliffe Program, where he is playing uh, is playing himself, mm. but is also a character. So it's a like Stephen Colbert version of himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So basically, it's he is an asshole in the whole thing, and it's great. Yeah. So that 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 is what I really want your opinion on is McAuliffe Program. Okay. Uh, and then maybe some other stuff. Like last episode, I referenced a Sean McAuliffe bit and I knew that you wouldn't get it, but I'm hoping some of our listeners did. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was when I said into the bin and I made a noise. <laughs> That's a Sean McAuliffe bit. See, so, see, you, you do bits and just let it go. I do bits and say, do you know what I was referencing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew that you would not know my reference. So. No, no. It's like even... I sent you the link to um, uh, the review that we have on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. that I noticed that that had a McAuliffe bit in it, which is, uh, it, was, it was kind of, it was a, a good question, thanks for asking, where mm -hmm. he references the audience and says what the audience is thinking or saying and then replies to it. Right. Um, 
Speaking of reviews, look, go, dear listener, go on to go on to iTunes and leave us a review. Yes, um, we appreciate it. Apparently, this kind of thing helps comics. Comics, sure, why not? But review our comics. Review anything you want to. But I looked up and I looked at my notepad and it said comic on it. Uh, but yeah, uh, it helps podcasts allegedly, but we don't know. After after all, oh my god, this is cause for celebration. Brogan, we're we're into double digits. This is our tenth episode. Oh, so it is. <laughs> yeah, we made it. Like, yeah, there's a hold up a drink of Coca Cola in a Pim Labs glass. We might want to cut, cut this out. Plastic. Considering it's almost twelve o'clock my time. Twelve o'clock at night. Journey to the fridge. <laughs> the journey to the fridge. Yeah, that looked like a Diet Pepsi. I almost bought Pepsi Max, but I bought a Coca-Cola. I, I have Diet Pepsi at the house, and I have uh, Pepsi Max at work. Because I- oh, because you need the real shit. You need the good shit for, for dealing with work. It's mostly because the, the supermarket that's behind my work only sells Pepsi Max. <laughs> How can a place, look, just so you know, the, the, nothing's getting cut. It will, we'll truncate the silence and shit, but this is staying in because this is important talk, Pepsi uh-huh. Max. How can, you, how can a place sell Pepsi Max? Uh, how, can, how can it only sell one and not the other? I don't know. I, don't I mean, understand. It's, it's not a big supermarket. It's like, it's a very small unit and it's, it's designed for people to nip in and out. They're very aware that there's a lot of businesses so, coming around and buying stuff. Okay, so it's more like a a bodega kind of thing. You've been to New York. You've surely seen seen a bodega. Yeah, that's probably closer. It's like, yeah, it does. It's laid out like a supermarket, but it's the size of a bodega. Mm. Like a local convenience store. Yeah, like a 7-Eleven, but bigger. Yeah, okay, there we go. But still, look, I I have a good friend. (laughs) We won't name him by name. No. We'll cut that. Despite the fact that... (laughs) That will get cut out. Yeah. Uh, I have a friend who works for um, the company that supplies Pepsi to places in Perth, hmm. whether it's like little delicatessens and little stores and I, I, it's supermarkets as well. I'd be, I must ask him, like, do some places say, look, just give me the Pepsi Max, don't give me the Diet Pepsi. Uh, hang on. This is a moot point. I don't think we have Diet Pepsi in Australia. I think we only have Pepsi Max. Oh. Yeah. What am I talking about? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, you know what? Let's get him on the phone now. Let, let's find out. <laughs> I better not do that because he's, he probably has family obligations right now. Mm-hmm. After all, it's almost midday Scottish time. It is. It's or as I, as I put it yesterday, Highlander time. I like Highlander time. I do. Highlander I time. I still think we, you know should, we should function on Vegas only time. Just <laughs> Vegas only well, you've got Penn's one time zone rule yeah. as well. You know, his theory of one time zone, everywhere just works on the same time zone where, sure, in Vegas it might be midday, but in Perth it's like it's still midday, but it might be middle of the night, midday. Mm-hmm. It's uh, mm. it, That always makes me laugh because he says, and we should be GMT because they had it first, which is my time zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So you, you, you get all the, all the good times and all the daylight and night times when it should be. All the times that make sense. <laughs> mm. I don't... Dis- Look, either way, it's fucked because you're still... D- yes, you're either not dealing with time zones, but then you're dealing with 
local times, which is the same fucking thing. It's it makes no difference. Yeah. And don't get me started on the imperial system. If you're driving down the motorway, mm. um, what does the speed limit sign say? Miles per hour. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that doesn't make that does not make any sense to me. Why? Why is it you? Okay. If you're saying um, I'm going to go to I'm going to drive to Glasgow Glasgow yeah. tomorrow. How far away is Glasgow? Is, is it? Is it in kilometers or miles? Miles. And miles only because that's, like, I would work out based, that's, it's miles per hour because it's miles per hour that's on the cars. Mm. That's the speedometers. Oh, I understand that. Right. So I don't understand why it would be miles on there and kilometers per hour on the signs. Because then you have to do maths while you're driving. (laughs) All right, so beside the... Let's, let's forget the Pepsi and Pepsi yeah. Max talk right now. Back to art. We're going back to, back to art. So you've drawn your Python stuff. Is there anything else artistic that you've done? Two things, because like, since the last episode, I posted the bi-weekly Pen & Teller hand stab. Uh, oh, yes, which, which is a great bit. It's such a good bit. It's, it was so, that's, I think that's what I like about doing the bits is that I... I end up go back, going back and rewatching and rewatching different versions to try and get the thing, and it is just—it's such a good bit. Um, yeah, that's good. But on Friday, uh, I I done my first ever solo stream. Ooh, see, yeah, I, I did see that this, this happened when I was asleep, yes. and I did see that you were like hoping this works. <laughs> shrug. Um, first question is, how much time did it take you to set? up the drawing stream to like be semi-confident that it was going to be going out to the public maybe about 15 20 minutes okay that's not terrible so did you already have a twitch account set up ready for streaming or did you have to do all that i i have a twitch account uh the problem Mm -hmm. was i was doing it from the office because (laughs) the problem is uh, i I went to go and see Jaws in IMAX on Friday, and that was great. This sounds like Ooh. a digression, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> so I, and I, it was playing at the cinema that's maybe about a 15, 20 minute walk from the office. So there was absolutely mm-hmm. no point in me going home and then coming back in. Of course, you know, yeah. So. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Edinburgh or Glasgow? Edinburgh. Gotcha. <laughs> now I know exactly where you yeah. were. <laughs> Because I know my um, Scottish geography. <laughs> you know exactly which Scottish cinema I was going to. <laughs> yes, it was the... Um... No, I don't. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I thought... Well, it was... I finished work at five. The film was on at ten to eight. I thought, I'm just going to get food at work and hang about. Because if I go home... Come on. I... Five and ten to eight. That is almost three hours yeah. see that quick math i did there that is almost three hours of getting food mm-hmm. Get, yeah getting food and i knew i had my ipad and i'd charge in and i knew i'd be safe and warm in the office okay so you stayed in the office yeah. is that what you're yes. saying and so they they let with other people in the office in these outside of office hour times uh, there was i think two other people in the building oh, and they both okay. left see <laughs> 
I've never had a job where I could be in the office outside of regular office hours. Oh, yeah, I've got a key. Ooh. I've got a key. Of- and the the code to the alarm, I assume. Yeah. Mm. So, okay. So, I like, I can go in early. I can stay late. Uh, mm. It's it's not a big deal. So I did it from there and was just sitting there. I had my iPad, got it all set up. Yeah, of course. That's that's the fact that I'm neglecting to think of, is that you're using an iPad is clearly more simple to use an iPad to stream on Twitch than on your PC desktop at home. Yeah. So or laptop. So yeah, so that was fun. That was a very strange and I think the my problem is I'm not very good at you, you might laugh at me for saying I'm not very imaginative. I'm not <laughs> I'm really not. I'm really bad. Like you'll notice that in our drawing streams, I uh, I bounce off of what you're doing. Um I Which is the whole point of the drawing streams is to I, I do the same. It's like you draw something and it's like, oh, I want to draw my version of that. Yeah. Um so I find it difficult to know to to just draw things on the fly. I have to have a mm, yep. So I started off by looking at um an animatic thing and I thought, actually, this is hard to do on stream. <laughs> So let's. I thought, you know what, I'm going to, because I always say that I need to go back. When I first started doing the P&T bi-weekly bits, I had maybe a backlog of three or four sitting there ready to go just to post. Mm. Yes. Um, And I kind of miss having that. I don't, I'm not a big fan of just doing it on the, like, as and when it needs to be posted. Because I I stress myself out with it and I know that I'm like, that could look better. I I totally understand this. As we speak, I have like four or five comics now waiting to be posted. And this is the first time in about a year and a half that I've had that. Yeah. So it's 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 what you it, it keeps you sane and keeps you free to be able to work on new stuff at the same time. Yeah. And I think it's it's quite interesting for folk to see how I do it. You know, mm. it's it's interesting to suddenly be aware of how I'm doing it. And it was nice. Um, yep. Chris stopped in, obviously. Oh, did it? Nice. Um, and Gasman Scoop. Gasman Scoop. Oh, yeah, really? Who's an English yeah. scoop. Who yes. Is, uh, who Maida and I are going to, to meet when, I, when we go down to Oxford, which is awesome. Oh, for the um, big Penn and Teller shows. No. Is that right? No. this. Uh, no? What, what are you going to Oxford for? Oh, for Bob. Dylan? Nope. Bob Dylan's in Glasgow. Have another guess. Okay, hang on, hang on. Let me guess, let me guess. What else is happening? I have no fucking clue. Darren Brown. I'm going to see Darren Brown. Oh, God, really? You're going to see Darren Brown? Okay. I mean, Reggie Raves. More power to you. Reggie Raves about his show. Yeah. The thing I don't like about Darren Brown is I don't know if he's serious or um, uh, like, yes, this is my act. Or this is real. I think for a while, I think he started off like this is this is just an act, and then he went through a phase where he was like, yeah. "Oh, this is real. I can really do this." And I think it was Teller mm. actually went to him and was like, "You stop that shit. <laughs> you stop that shit oh, right good. now." Yeah, and he's yeah, because I remember a whole bunch of specials on TV that I fucking hated him yeah. for. That's, I mean, that's where I first learned about him. Would probably in his phase of this is the, this is real phase. I think that's where I learned about him too, but I. I was only kind of vaguely aware, like I knew the name and I could tell you what he did, but never really watched anything. But yeah, it's been a good few years now that he's back to normal. 
certainly since he done okay, his well, Broadway show. Because that was the one that Reddy went to see and he was like, no, this, this was good. And we know that Reddy Rich wouldn't say that if it was... Of course, yeah. So, yeah. But the main reason I picked the Oxford one is because I want to go... There's a magic shop down that way in Southampton mm. uh, called Merchant of Magic. And when I buy magic stuff online, it's Merchant of Magic I use. Merchant of Magic, So I yeah. would really... We don't really have proper magic shops up in Edinburgh. Yeah. So I'd really like to go down there and see it. And Myra said the same. So that would be nice. Uh, on, on the same topic, today I learned I need to go back to Brisbane because I have a friend who is currently, uh, I think they're from Canberra, uh, and they're visiting Brisbane. The, the person that I sent you, yeah. did I send you a couple of photos of that? that, that the, yeah, yeah. The, bit. Um, the, the bit. Uh, basically the bit is the Leaning Tower of Pisa bit where everyone takes a photo where they're pretending to hold up the Leaning Tower. <laughs> basically they're going through and pretending to hold up whatever is behind them, but it's never lining up perfectly. <laughs> so they're holding up nothing. And I fucking love it so much. Uh, that shout out to Tori. If, if you listen, I don't know if Tori listens. Um, but the, I saw that they went there in, uh, Brisbane and they were going to a, a magic bar. Ooh which I didn't know that sort of thing existed in Australia, mm. which I think it, I, I have to go to check it out, see what it's like. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I say as if it's like an easy car trip over to, to Brisbane. No, it's not. How, it costs money and planes. How far is Brisbane? Like, Oh, so look, um, it's on the other side of Australia. Oh, so what- it's like travelling, yeah, it's like travelling from uh, LA to New York. It's not... Not close at yeah, all. That's exactly the example I was going to give. <laughs> mm. But yeah, it's yeah. it's closer than traveling to Sydney. I think I don't mm. know, but not by much. Yeah, mm. but that sounds good. So you're drawing streams. I was very disappointed that I went onto your profile and you have not set up archive streams, so I couldn't see it. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you what you need to do for that. And even then, it will only archive it for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And then if you want it to stay on your profile, you need to highlight, turn it into a highlight. Yeah. I, oh, that's, oh that's, no. I tell you why I didn't archive it. It's because I knew, because so it was screen sharing my, my iPad. And mm. obviously, when you go on Procreate, it was showing, it was showing stuff that's spoilers for certain people. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's why okay. I didn't. Uh, yep. So George Clooney, if you're listening, there was a spoiler for you. <laughs> but I don't know why George Clooney was my go-to. Neither do I. No. Uh, so that, that was that one thing. That was both your things that you were talking about. Your other two things. It was your hand stab and your drawing stream. Yes. That, that's about it. I'm currently it? working on okay. next week's. Next week's Ooh, PAT yes. bit, which currently is yes. King of Animal Traps. Oh, are, are we are we talking spoilers here, or you you don't want to spoil anything? I don't mind. It's it's not something. I suppose because it's not like there's only so many PAT bits. <laughs> well, the thing is, there's there's a few versions of Animal Traps now mm-hmm. because Teller is older, doesn't like hanging upside down or swinging or anything like that. Which version have you gone for? So there is no... Oh. So the way it's set up in the picture, because like I said, it's, it's hard to get the whole... It's hard to get the trick in one frame. Mm. So with it, it's got Teller reaching into a trap 
which is from quite early on in the trick, and pens behind him, uh, yep. holding out the plate with the sandwich on it. Yeah. So it's it could be any version of the trick. See, King of Animal Traps is... I mean, we should really be talking about this next week, but we're talking about it now. Yeah. Um, but I th- was it on Unpleasant World, King of Animal Traps? I or maybe not? I think it was. Unpleasant World if is... it was. That... Given that it's a UK... A mm. film series. It's the Penn and Teller thing I've seen the least of, or or seen the least yeah. amount of times. Yes, but it's the thing that I saw. It, it was one of my early Penn and Teller. Penn and Teller. I have to say they are the Penn and Teller things that I I'd seen before I knew much anything yeah. about Penn and Teller because I sort of stumbled upon yeah. it. Um, whereas before that, the only thing I'd seen was Fibrophilia. Yeah. And when Penn, because Penn is giving the monologue, and uh, of course I'm aware that Penn talks, Teller doesn't. So I didn't know if any of it was autobiographical or if it was, it was, it's very weird to comprehend at the time. Mm. One, knowing nothing really about Penn and Teller except for what I'd seen previously, which was a special, which wasn't really a magic special, and then whatever episodes of unpleasant world i'd already seen on this vhs um the hour before or whatever um so i i'm thinking maybe i know that teller doesn't speak maybe pen is speaking from the voice of teller and maybe teller was really into animal traps and then it's like it's just a bit isn't it it's just a bit that that's (laughs) what cracks me up about almost all of pen's monologues when he does when he talks about mm. stuff like that um that the amount of times that i've thought that's autobiographical and i've i thought no it's it's not like the one mm. um they done for a fullest closer which was teller's wonderland which mm. do you remember this bit it was sort of alice in wonderland style with the big yeah. doll's house <laughs> and yes. he said you know teller teller had this when he was a little kid and people were like did he really yeah. and it's like no he didn't <laughs> it's like it's a bit it's a trick <laughs> yes that is the one where Mox came out at the end yes. yeah? yeah 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 but yes uh, I'm looking forward to King of Animal Traps because it it, it, it resonates with mm. me for this this memory that I have yeah it's it's a... which honestly all these Penn and Teller bi-weekly bits they, they do that... elicit some kind of emotional response yeah it's that's I think that's kind of why I'm doing it, you know, like mm. cer- certainly for myself, just to remind myself of all the bits to say, these are good bits, you know? Yeah. And that's that's the problem I have with writing, like I've said to you before, writing comments about them is how do I say I love this bit over and over and over oh, again? Yes. <laughs> yes. So for the hand stab, you because uh, I said, hit me up for bits. And I, I'm like... I've got some puns here. What, what did I give you again? Um, I can't. You gave me a few. I think I used yeah, two of them. I'll look it up. Hang on. There was one of them that there's something that you said. Oh, uh, oh, you asked about because I made a meme ages ago. Uh, oh yeah, with the yeah. Would stab Vegas edition, and it goes from yeah. Matt Donnelly, who would never stab anyone ever, to Teller, who would stab as a warning. Yes. Uh, Matt Donnelly's would never stab anyone. Then, Mac King would stab someone in retaliation. Penn would yell, uh, I won't hesitate, bitch, first. 
Piff mm. would stab without warning, and Taylor would stab as a warning. See, I think that one needs an, an edit where Penn says, I won't hesitate, but I will feel terrible, and I don't know how I'll live my, with myself afterwards. <laughs> but we ended up with, uh, what did you say? You said, hand stab, another classic bit that came back with a vengeance during pandemic Zoom performances. Mm. A bloody good trick that gives a new meaning to palming a card. Bloody good trick and palming and, a card were you. <laughs> Yeah, that were that were my um. I, I, it's the the Paul Mattingly to your Matt Donnelly. Yeah. <laughs> is a hundred percent what that is. But yeah, it's. I All think right, I did so apologise for your that, puns in that post. You did, yes. I didn't read that part. I was not going to apologise for myself. <laughs> but speaking of apologising for myself, it's time to apologise for these terrible, terrible comics that we're about to read. Because that's right, it's time for the podcast within a podcast. The not so good at this podcast. Not so good at this. Okay, so today we're looking at comic number 394. Working title, Vegan. And it's three panels long. In the first panel, we see a gentleman and is saying to his friend, let's check out that new vegan place. And his friend replies, We can, but it's not 100% vegan. And in the last panel, they're now at the vegan restaurant and they're being led to their table by an anthropomorphic cow who is saying, welcome to vegan Pete's. I'll show you to your table. And the two look very concerned. This comic I was forced to draw by patron Jesse M. They threatened to replace all the keys on my keyboard with just the letters C, O and W if I didn't. That's the comic. Is it really bad that I was trying to work out how C, O and W spelled Wayne? Spells cow. I know. I know. <laughs> I was like, "What does it spell? What, what could you type with that? You can spell cow." <laughs> Not so good at this. This next comic is comic number three hundred and ninety-five. Working title: Dick Appear, and it's four panels long. In the first panel, we see a guy exclaiming, "Yeah, but you can't do real magic." And in the second panel, we see a magician saying, "I bet I can make that dick disappear." And in the third panel, the guy is all excited. And in the last panel, he's back at home looking in the mirror and he clearly has had his genitalia removed magically and is saying, The fuck? And this comic is special thanks to Patreon supporter Ryan G, who will now only date mentalists. That's the comic. And I tell you, what really pisses me off about this comic, do you know what pisses me about, do you know what annoys me to the nth degree about this comic, Brogan? Uh, because do you know it, what was, it, is? it was asked by your brother. No. Well, there's that. But no, no, he didn't ask for it. I just dedicated this to right. Look closely at the last panel. What is wrong with the last panel? <laughs> it's you don't know? Is it because okay. he's, he's still got mirror... sleeves? Oh, yes. You did mention that to me as well. He he does have sleeves. But his in the mirror, his eyes have got colour. But in the real world, his, his single eye has not been filled in with colour. Oh, I thought that was late. eyelids. It, I thought that was eyelids. No, no. So. <laughs> it, it's published now. It's to the world. There's nothing I can do about it. Oh, I, I, yeah, I genuinely thought that was like the back of the eyelids. So I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> All right, good. All right. I don't know uh, why you kept him sleeve, but gave him titties. <laughs> <laughs> They're not really sleeve. I never thought about it. It's the way to differentiate that he's got hands. Yeah. Well, after you said that, I, I deleted the little part that where the, what would be the sleeve, and it just didn't look right. It looked like it was from, like, four years ago comic. It wasn't good. Not so good at this. 
And the last comic for today is comic number 396. Working title, This May Hurt. It's three panels long. In the first panel, we see a patient visiting their doctor. And the doctor says, this is going to hurt a bit. And in the second panel, the patient replies, All right, let's do this. And in the last panel, the doctor is consoling the patient saying, Your art sucks. And special thanks to Scoop John B, who got a PhD telling people harsh truths. He studied on the streets. That's the comic. Brogan, my friend, my friend is very angry at us. Why? What have we done? It's, well, it's, you know how it's the one brain thing that we've got going on? Same brain syndrome. It is literally the same brain syndrome. Because every time I show them a picture of like my stickers or my um, my little pins in that, mm. they always have the same comment. And when I was like, oh, take a look at this awesome hoodie that Brogan sent me with our podcast logo on it. It's like, oh, cool. So where's the website on it? Is it like on the back? It's like, no. It's like, oh. So what are you doing to promote, like actually promote and point people to your content? <laughs> It's like, oh, I don't do that. I've got nothing saying not so good at this dot com or at Wayne Geo or hey buddy nice podcast.com or nicepodbud.com. It's like we 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 are not actually promoting ourselves that's, is the problem that they have with us. That's a very good point. I will say in my defense uh with re the, the hoodies is the hoodies are not sold commercially. They are for exactly. us. It's for us. <laughs> we 100%. don't need to promote it to that's right you know it's it's i think wearing the hoodie in public is for one day someone will say oh cool i i know that podcast so oh do you well am i about to blow your fucking mind yes that that's what that's for but that is a good note to take forward for any future potential merch yes i think so it needs to have our like yes branding is one thing but we have to direct people to us yeah i think even for the more especially for the more obscure designs which Mm. we may or may not put up and i'm thinking specifically like 80s pop which and i'm so proud of that one i do really love that one yeah yeah (laughs) um yeah which you you wouldn't be able to tell then you've got then you've got like ICS and the the monkey joke, which does it have any reference to Ice Cream Social on it? I was thinking that there isn't actually any, you know, specifically the um, the pro design I done. That's got no mm. reference to. But I suppose at the same time, it's not for promoting. Yeah, you know? that's right. I think I think it's funnier not knowing what it is. Yeah, out of context, out of context, ICS bits. Yeah. Whereas apparently we should be pimping ourselves out at every opportunity. We also have a much smaller listenership than Hayscoops. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe he's got a point. And speaking of which, look, if if you think if we mentioned merch, if you want merch, let us know and Look, the the plan was eventually we'll get around to doing some merch. But if you want something that says, hey, buddy, nice podcast on us, uh, hey, buddy, nice podcast on it, let us know um, on Twitter or something like that. Just say, hey, yeah, I want your merchandise. I, I would give you some coin for that. Or even just but, stuff, like if you've seen us do stuff on our drawing streams and thought that's a good, yeah. that would be good on a T-shirt. I would buy yeah, that. that would, I, I would wear a shirt with a gelatinous cube with a sword in it. 
I mean, I wouldn't. Who wouldn't? But if you would, let us know. Yeah. But also, j- yeah, just let us know that on social media and interact with us on social media. But uh, the problem we're having at the moment is people are saying, uh, giving us suggestions for our opinions on things and accent challenges on like Twitter. And the, the, the problem I have is I forget it straight away. And I go back to look for it, and I can't remember where it was said, if it was a private message, if it was a comment on a tweet, and I can't find it. So there are things that have been said that you want my opinion on, and I cannot find it. I don't know where it is. We're not ignoring you. We just can't find it. No, that's right. Look, in all sincerity, email us, um, admin at nicepodbud.com. That's the best way to get our attention for things where you want us to comment on them unless it's like just general conversation that's perfectly fine for social media but if it's something you think would be good for the podcast then yeah uh, email that that is definitely the way um because this is this is my this is a fault on me not on you the dear listener it's a fault on me not remembering where i've seen it and not being able to find it again that that is it purely on me it's a fault on you not our dear cheese bags Yes. When I say me, I mean me and Brogan. Because I see Brogan looking all smug like, yes, it's certainly on you, Wayne. (laughs) What people don't realise, you do far more work than I do. (laughs) That doesn't... That's that's not even part of it. That's that's nothing to do with it. Honestly, it's it's part of my wanting to have some control over things as well. I'm quite happy to let you... That's why I don't touch as much stuff because I'm worried that I touch something and you're like, what happened there? What did we do? What? Oh my God, why did we say that? What Brogan is referring to is that um, in reality, there is very little editing that goes on in this podcast. The most I do is I remove some, some, I truncate some silence because we're working across Zoom here and there's a bit of a delay. So I'm getting rid of that. And there are some things that we know that we want to remove that we're talking about just between us. But outside of that, I don't do much. It's just that it takes time to re-listen through what we've talked about. That's all. And I said, Brogan, you listen to our podcasts anyway. You, (laughs) you, You want to listen to us. It's very strange. It's very strange mm. um, to hear yourself back because mm. I don't sound like I do in my head. Oh, real? Oh, yeah, in your head. Because t- yeah, to me, you sound pretty much like you sound. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I always thought my voice was deeper than it sounds on recording. <laughs> and okay. I laugh a it lot more than like... I ever realised. <laughs> but none of that, none of the laughing is fake. That's all. I just apparently laugh that much. Uh, because I'm goddamn hilarious. Let's go with that. <laughs> and then I come again. Yeah. All right. There's no segue into this, but we we build it at the top of the show. And I, if I don't talk about it now, I'm not going to talk about it. And I've got some shit to say about birds. Okay. We'll do birds and then we'll talk about yeah. the, the pool because we meant to talk about that as well. We'll talk about that after because I'm assuming we're doing an accent challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some shit to say about the poll as well. Uh, but no, the, the, look, I messaged you. Uh, I messaged you. I I speak well. Me pronounce it as well. Uh, I messaged you earlier this week and said, I've got some shit to talk about birds. Yes. So if you've got anything to talk about birds, get it in your head now. Yeah. 
And um, you probably don't. But look, what triggered this was uh, I was driving to work and I was driving down a street close to mine Mm. and there was a guy walking down the street with a fucking bird on his shoulder. Right? Yeah. I can tell by your expression, you're like, Tim the Toolman Taylor, what the fuck is this? And it wasn't just like, it, it, it was like a almost like a parrot it was green i'd never seen a bird like this before in in the wild mm-hmm. but he wasn't on his own he was with his family as well yeah. it's like we're just taking our bird for a walk that's one that, does it doesn't it yeah it doesn't make any sense to me and i think it was the next day i became a murderer Yep. What listeners don't know is we're currently recording. Wayne is sitting in a in a prison cell. We we had it until now, but here we go. Yes. No, not a murderer. Maybe a a bird murderer. A, a birderer. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, no. It was more bird homicide. It was more a bird sla- bird slaughterer. I'm a bird slaughterer. Manslaughter. <laughs> it it was not on purpose. I was. This is. This is the first animal I have struck with my car. Ah, right. Mm. I was driving. I was driving down a road that I don't normally drive down, mm-hmm. but my my maps, my ways told me to go this way, so I trusted it. Yeah. Little did I know it would have an effect on me, emotionally as a person. Mm-hmm. I was driving down this road. It's just a it's a um, uh, neighborhood basically. Mm-hmm. So you're going 50 kilometers an hour as your max speed. I don't know what that is in Scottish miles, which I've just learned is what Scotland uses and the UK uses for their fucking speed limits is miles. But yeah, uh, it was a it was a pink and gray galah and it was just sitting in the road and I didn't see it and until it was too late. I'm driving along and then I saw it and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, move bird, move, move. And it doesn't. It's not moving at all. And literally, I shouted. I I, I was like, ah! <laughs> and then it flies up and then, ka-dunk! It's like, hits the car. I, it, I assume it just boun- it, it bounces off somewhere and it's gone. I, I don't know where it went. I wasn't going to turn around and look. I didn't look in my rear view mirror. I have no fucking clue. I mean, the first, the day I got my license, I almost hit a cat. <laughs> that It ran out in front of me. And since then, I've been so cautious of every single fucking animal that I see. Mm-hmm. And then it was just this one that I didn't see. And it was a, uh, do, you, do you know what a galah is? G-A-L-L-A-H? I feel like I'd, I would know it if I seen it. Okay, I'll we'll post a picture on um on the socials of a pink and grey galah because you also get like pure white galahs as well, but like this is the classic galah. Yeah. Ugh. And then I'm driving to work. It it put me in a bit of a mood as well, obviously as it would. It's, that's um, not hard to do. And then for you. I, no, that's right. Not 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 like an angry mood. <laughs> Not like a above John Cleese angry man mood. <laughs> this is sort of a like, man, it was a, it was a dampener on the whole fucking day. Yeah. But driving along to work, I did re- remember something else. I don't remember this specifically. Apparently, I was in the car for this, mm. but I was I would have been very young, and I only remember my brother really telling me about this. Where we were driving somewhere. I say we. My mother was driving, and um. 
for those playing at home, I think it might have been near Lake Munger, which we call Lake Mungrel. Uh, and there was a bunch of these pink and grey galahs sta- sitting, standing, whatever they do, in the middle of the road. And as we're approaching them, my mother says, are you ready? Watch this. Expecting them to all fly away. But no, they don't fly away. And she fucking massacres them. <laughs> Watch this while I massacre all these fucking boys. Yes. Are you ready? You ready? Watch this. It's like she's expecting this magical thing of all these birds flying away, but it's like, no, it's like, all these birds getting destroyed. Oh, God. I'm glad I don't remember that, and I only know of it from my brother, my older brother, telling me this. John, I'm sorry that you have to live with this memory. I know that but... when something, no on the same level as that <laughs> certainly where where our house is there's a our one of our neighbors has trees so we get birds flying over quite a lot and shitting on our cars essentially of course, yeah. and we have done for for years and my mum used to do a bit where if ever we went out to the car and saw that a bird had shat on it she would angrily shout at the sky i'm going to turn you into a feather duster and we just thought this was the <laughs> funniest thing ever when we were kids Every time a bird shot on the car, oh, yeah. what are you going to do, Mum? Turn into feather duster. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, seeing that guy walking down the street with a bird on his shoulder also reminded me of something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day, I went up to the local shops, which is like literally, it's walking distance. Yeah. That's how close it mm-hmm. is. And he he was walking back to his house carrying a slab, a slab of beer, which is like a a carton of beer, like 24 pack of beer, walking his pig, his pet pig. And it was, it was, I'm not talking like a teacup pig or anything like that. Big motherfucking pig. It's like, oh, you know, just going the bottle-o, walking my pig. People in my neighborhood do not have cats and dogs. They've got birds and pigs that they walk around with in the neighborhood. Quality pigs. I don't get it. Right there. Ah, yeah. Uh, This pig, it was big at the time. I haven't seen it in years, so I'm assuming it's dead or been removed Mm. from the neighborhood because there was complaints made about it. Like the rangers were called and they're like, you're allowed to have a pig in this shit, shit like that. But it got gigantic, like huge hogs. It was a hog. Mm. Basically, I'll, I'll see if I can find the photo because I managed to snap a picture of it when it was being walked back from the bottle shop, yeah. from the from the liquor shop. We call it a bottle shop or a bottle-o. Mm. Uh, it had like a flower on its head or something like that. I, I've got it somewhere. It's funny. But speaking of pigs as well, I've got some other bird talk, but we're not going into that. We're, talk, we're talking pig talk now. Just before we move on to pig talk, I would like to say the only thing I ever think of with birds is... Penn's comments where he spoke about, do birds have arms? And there are two things I remember that about that. One of them was watching the live stream, which Penn, which I don't think is available anymore. And I, it, that makes me sad, but I'm at the same time makes me glad because I took screenshots of it, which was ah. somebody, he must have spoken about this be- before that episode, but somebody had written in and Reddy read this out at the very end, like after all the credits. I said, look, Penn, just to let you know, birds do have arms, it's their legs. Blah blah blah, and yeah, Penn's face that's... was just, oh my god! It, I'll, I'll send you the screenshots because it is—it was just like, oh, 
he was so delighted. And then not long after that. That doesn't make sense. Hmm? It doesn't make sense. How are their, how are their legs, their arms? I can't what remember the fuck are their why. The letter entirely explained it. It's the way they use them. Okay. Something That's like fine. that. Um, oh, okay, yeah. But not long after that, the series of Fula started. And there was mm. a bit where he was saying to a guy, who's like, you know, I love your trick. You didn't fool us. Birds don't, and birds don't have arms, and that freaks me out. And that's almost exactly <laughs> what he says. I was sitting there like, did you forget you were being recorded? Uh, <laughs> what the fuck, Ben? <laughs> like, I don't know if that right, was him telling us how, how the trick was done, but I think it was just yeah. random. Yeah, well, he, he he knew he was referencing something, surely. <laughs> but he knew what, he was talking what about. could he possibly be referencing? I don't know. He knew that he did. he was freaked out by birds not having arms. Yeah. yeah. But it just every time right, I think speaking, about birds, that's all I think about, and it makes me laugh. Speaking of birds, you probably don't have this experience. Have you ever been, or do you ever fear being swooped by a bird? I assume you know what swooped means. Is this when a bird swoops down and steals your food and attacks you? No, not at all. Oh, it's when a bird, well, yeah, attacks you, but it's not after your food. It just goes for your fucking head. Oh, to co- to inflict damage. Oh. I I don't think I've ever feared that. I've I've been freaked out if a bird flies oh. a bit too close. But see, we're we're in the we're we're approaching swooping season, my friend, in Australia. I think I've heard, we're coming up to spring. I think I've heard of people talk about yeah. this before, and somebody said that they had to wear a helmet every time they left the house. It's more than that. They will still come at you with a helmet, specifically a magpie. So magpies in Australia, I think, are a little bit different. So what does a magpie look like to you? You were aware of mag. Yeah, you have magpies. It's it's yeah. probably a small to medium bird, maybe about half the size of a seagull, white and mm. black, pretty you know, pretty chill. Okay, so yeah, black and white, probably closer to the size of a seagull. They're not small birds. They're they're I, I would consider them a. They're not like an albatross, which yeah. is a fucking Chunky huge boys. bird. Sm- smaller than a crow. Let's go with that. Right. But still, very pointy beaks. Mm-hmm. Being spring, it is their mating season. Yeah. Their season, I don't know if it's not, probably not their mating season, it's their season for their offspring to be born. Mm-hmm. So we have signs in parks that are saying, be aware, it is uh, swooping season. Mm-hmm. If you go near trees, if you come into this park, be prepared, you may be swooped. And one of these creatures, this animal can easily take an, out an eye. Mm-hmm. It will make you bleed. So much so that people riding bikes will wear a bicycle helmet, of course, as they should. But not just a helmet is it's not going to stop them from attacking you. They will still come at you with a helmet. You put on cable ties, zip ties through the holes in the helmet. So it looks like you're wearing a big spiky thing on your fucking head <laughs> to make sure they do not attack you. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is, I mean, we were talking about spiders mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. I'm more concerned about magpies. Wow. I came home the other day and there was a magpie on my driveway and it had like a fluffy caterpillar or something in its mouth. Mm. And I was like, all right, bro, cool. And I sort of parked and I started walking down and it flew away. Mm. I'm like, okay, I'm good with that. I checked my mail and then I'm walking towards my door and I hear the wings going, I'm like, shit, I'm looking around like, fuck, it's coming at me. But no. It's gone and landed on the fence, mm. still with this worm or whatever it was in its mouth. Mm. 
I just treat it with respect. I'm like, my friend, how are you? I'm just going to go into my little doorway here so I can get to my house. Are you good with that? And maintain eye contact the whole time mm-hmm. just to make sure it knows that I'm aware of it. I know that it is aware of me. Mm-hmm. No attacking happening here today, bro. Yeah. I'm keeping I'm keeping all of my blood inside my body. <laughs> and yeah, it was amicable. We were fine. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen it since, which is good because yeah, I'm more scared of them than spiders mm-hmm. in in Australia. They will cause me damage. Wow. Mm. So the lesson here is everybody should fear everything in Australia. Pretty much. <laughs> it, it's it's uh, I I laugh that off, but it, it it probably is correct. Yeah. I mean, I think last episode I said that the last time I saw a spider, a, a, a snake, was when it was under my fridge, mm-hmm. which was a long time ago when I was like a wee child, yeah. to put it in Scottish terms. But that's not true. A wee bairn. Uh, Scottish I, terms, but okay. I, what would say again? A wee bairn. A wee bairn. Ah, bairn. A bairn. What is a spell bairn for me? Eh, uh, there's. E's, I's, and R's in it, but... B-A-I-R-N or something like that. Okay. So, Baron is a word for child or something? Yeah. Okay. That's all we need to know. Um, B-A-I-R-N-S. Barons. Barons. It's very close to bear. It's very close to um, Chris's child. Yeah. (laughs) But no, I do recall having to jump over a snake... Um, more recently than that, mm-hmm. still as a child, but it was more recently. This was just to keep myself honest, mm-hmm. so I'm not lying to you, dear listener. <laughs> That's all. So yeah, we say, and apparently pigs I have to be cautious of as well because people will walk them down the street. Mm-hmm. Well, with flowers oh, on their actually, heads, so they're clearly okay. That's right. There, there are other pigs that I need to be more concerned about, mm-hmm. and uh, this happened the other day, and I'm talking about the popo. The police. <laughs> I messaged you this, and I and you did not even respond to it at all. I don't all, remember which this. Which was at surprising. All. I messaged you that the the pigs rolled up on me. I oh I think yeah I think this was maybe this a similar thing to when you thought I had a stroke and I, you were just like okay okay I, like, I, yeah, I think I no. seen it late, much later and was like well if it was anything serious he would have told me surely. Yeah no 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 the police rolled up on me and I yeah I do not react well to this. Anything, I, but yep. specifically the police. Oh yeah, uh, not a good relationship with the police. Uh-huh. Um, I I'd gotten myself something to eat. Mm-hmm. I got myself a a, a burger, a, a chicken burger, a fried chicken burger from the local Red Rooster. Mm-hmm. This is still relevant to bird talk, Red Roosters. Yeah. Um, and I decided this is at like a little shopping center complex area, right? And I'm going to get my burger. I'm going to go park behind the shop and enjoy my burger yeah. and it's not really a parking lot or anything behind there it's like truck area for um grocery stores to have their deliveries taken to and this is like a truck turnaround area yeah. but it's nighttime it's dark it's like perfect place i don't want to be bothered by people i don't want people to watch me eating in my car mm-hmm. so i park there and as soon as I've parked and turned off my car, there's a little um, driveway thing where cars and trucks can drive through. Yeah. A car just pulls up and stops right in front of me. Mm. And I'm like, this is weird. And I don't know if I turned on my, my lights or something, but when I did, I could see them. And it said, 
police in that like shiny reflective letters in on the side of the car yeah. i'm like fuck me okay fuck shit what am i doing here i'm just eating a burger and it felt like minutes long of me just sitting there reality half a minute 30 seconds yeah. but they're sitting there that if any car wanted to come in this driveway they couldn't they were blocking traffic i'm like what the fuck are they doing what do the fuck what do they want from me mm. so i'm like what do i do i don't know what to do so probably not the wisest choice i get out of my car i pop the boot the i pop the trunk yeah. get out of my car walk to the back of the car this doesn't look suspicious at all yeah and i'm like i don't know what i don't know what's in the trunk of my car i have no fucking idea what am i going for here and i i lift up i lift up the trunk i'm looking there's jumper leads there's a big plastic bag. There's some signs that Kez and her friends made for to hold up to Louis at <laughs> Louis Tomlinson con- concerts. I'm like, fuck, what am I doing? I've got no go-to here. And I lift up the plastic bag and under the plastic bag, there is what I assume to be like a cloth or a towel or something. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what it is. I still don't know what it is. But I picked it up, I grabbed it, and like, all right, this is what I'm going with. And... As I close the boot, I see the cop car has now pulled up beside my car. And I'm just like looking at the cop in the car, just staring at him, like eye contact made. And he's just looking at me. I don't know how long for. And like, what do I do now? It's like, all right, break eye contact, pretend I don't give a fuck, open my car door, reach into the inside of my windshield. And just start wiping it with this towel thing. <laughs> so what am I doing? And then I turn around and look at the cop again. And he just gives me a head nod. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and then he reverses out and fucks off. It's like, I this could have gone any which way. And I don't know if this was the wisest choice. If there, if there was no towel in there or... I, I went in there yesterday to look at it, what it was, and I don't know what it, what it is. It looks like a, a thing that someone makes to put over their lounge armchair or something to put television remotes in. It's like little oh, pockets. Yeah. I, I'll get a picture of it. I'll put it on socials because it's got Velcro on it as well. I have no idea what it is. But now I've got this big, big greasy smudge mark on my windshield. <laughs> The, from this, making these circular motions, pretending to clean my window. Mm. Uh, it, 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 it was not good for my anxiety. No. I tell you, there's, the, the last time I've been in this situation, I was at a, a local park and I parked my car to have a coffee during my smoke, my lunch break at work. And I was stuck there because while I was having my coffee, the poli- a police car just parked next to my car. Mm. And then they were just hanging around talking for, on their break or whatever. Yeah. But still, I I cannot approach my car and go and drive away. Mm. It's it's not physically possible for me to do. <laughs> Good on you for the commitment, though, because I would have... Like, I make jokes a lot about how the fact that, you know, if something like that happened to me, I would just cry because I'm yeah. an ugly crier <laughs> and people don't want to deal with that. Um, I I might have actually cried. If, mm. if, they, if they had come out and talked to me, mostly because I I can't lie for shit. 
you know the thing is i've i've got I, i've had nothing to to lie about nothing to hide mm -hmm. but it's past experience is like i, I can't not there's nothing like my other uh, my the only other option i was considering was climbing the limestone brick wall that i was parked behind mm -hmm. and just running a fucking way <laughs> that would have been worse <laughs> That, oh yeah, yeah yeah um absolutely yeah uh, i i genuinely thought when you said you were going going to the boot of your car i thought you'd pop the trunk and you were just going to climb in there <laughs> i could have i could have done that like it, i'm having it, it me was, time a, yeah like, i will do i will do what i feel in my car mr <laughs> officer sir me and the louis tomlinson signs would like to have a minute minute yes. on, please yeah Oh, microphone abuse hitting microphone stop it there we go so on that note do we go are we going into an accent challenge i don't know how far we're in on I this because my we maybe my run a little bit longer but we should talk about accent <laughs> challenges anyway <laughs> okay oh we're talking about the current accent challenge which is still got a, a few days left on it by the time you're listening to this it's over and brogan has won <laughs> i am assuming <laughs> Bearing in mind, I don't think either. I've certainly not voted for myself yet. I don't think you have no, either. I've not voted for myself it's either. It's not going to make a difference. <laughs> no, it's not going to make a difference because as we stand, hang on, let me bring it up. Opening the Twitter poll. Let's see. Uh, profile. Here we go. Pinned it, to, pinned it to the top of our Twitter profile. Mm -hmm. It is the accent challenge from last episode. Who gave the better Independence Day speech? You know, that all-time classic best speech ever from a movie. Not cheesy at all. With 15 votes, the, 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 the split is 86.7% Brogan for president, 13.3% for Wayne for president. How many votes have we got? Which, 15 votes. 15. 15 votes. But... That's fine. I I I expect this. Uh, it, it's okay. You are the reigning champion of the ice cream social scoop fest uh, accent challenge. It's certainly a boost it's to the fine. ego, because or like yeah. validation, because I'm I know I can do a better American accent. I know I can. I just get nervous. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, yes, hundred percent. So I I always feel like if we do this and we do an American thing. And people are like, what the actual fuck, Brogan? Then, mm. you know, yeah. I've been found out and that's it. But let's see what the people have had to say. Because people have actually uh, commented on this, which is even yes. funnier. <laughs> so Justin, a.k.a. Froyog, Froyog Soft Surf, you know, the, just the, the person who created our theme tune. The music whiz himself. That's right. Uh, Justin had to say, Brogan had a bit of a southern flavour in the USian accent. Wayne sounded very East Coast, awarding to Brogan. <laughs> this is my issue with it, right? Yes, he's commented on how we sounded. That's fine. And yes, we say, vote for whoever you want for whatever reason you give. Perfectly fine. But awarding to Brogan, there is no reason given, Justin. <laughs> it's just you've you've commented and then said who you voted for. That is because like, Justin is my internet big brother. So he, he's yeah, my sibling okay, right. and I love him. And of course he's voting for me. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is Justin is always voting for Brogan. All right, yeah. that's fine. Justin, if that is the case, you are banned from all future I, I will sneak you in. I will sneak you in, Justin. <laughs> 
Look, in Australia, we have private ballots. You don't have to say who you voted for. It, if it's going to make me feel bad, don't say who you voted for. <laughs> and if it's going to make me feel good, tell me. Yeah. See, this is where I appreciate Chris, a.k.a. the microscope. Chris just says, Wayne sounded like he should have been wearing the hat the guy in front of him was wearing, <laughs> and then no mention of who they voted for. That's good. See, I don't know if it means they voted for me or voted for Brogan. Perfectly fine. But it sounds like that's conflicting with what Justin said. If Justin's saying I was sounding East Coast, that sounds like Chris was saying I was sounding more cowboy, which is less East Coast. Yeah. I don't know where these people are going. These are the people in the know. These are the Americans. Mm -hmm. We've got another one. Jenny Grayson, uh, Ranchan. Uh, Wayne started out real strong. I like where this is going. But mispronounced mispronounced tyranny. Okay, fine, whatever. It's not my fault that the word tyrant and the word tyranny are pronounced completely different. In Australia, I believe we say tyranny. A tyrant is committing tyranny, not a tyrant is committing tyranny or tyranny. I think I think you're maybe the know. only country that does that, and that's not a bad thing. But I do. I, maybe I've it's never, just me. I have never heard a single person say tyranny. Mm. And when you when we were mm. doing that challenge, I literally did sit there and think, "Is that how it's supposed to be? Am I? I'm just going to say tyranny because <laughs> if Look. if that's going to be the deciding factor, then <laughs> yeah. To be fair. To be fair, fair. I, I, when I said tyranny, I thought the same thing. I was like, I'm mispronouncing this word. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's not where it ends. Jenny proceeds to say, Wayne then went and uh, went a little less serious in the end. Look, that is 100% on me. I wasn't trying to make light of it. I just didn't want to get louder and more abrasive because I'm in a household with other people. And... <laughs> I was trying to bring myself down while still portraying the seriousness of this speech. And it probably, yeah, I agree. It came across less serious. That's fine. But however, Brogan was strong throughout and ended well, as well as pronouncing tyranny correctly. So Jenny, we know where you voted. That's fine. You don't have to outright say that you voted for Brogan. We know. It's fine. I can live with that. I appreciate that this is, uh, we say, vote for who you want, for whatever reasons you want, and that's perfectly fine. And we both tried to sway the voting with this. Oh, yes, we both tried to sway the voting. And neither of us voted for ourselves. Brogan's feeling pretty good about themselves right now. I'm feeling a bit down in the dumps. I'm not, I'm not, look, I I understand that it's, we live in in democratic lands. We vote how we want, and that's how, that's the way we want it. Look, look. Maybe maybe next time I'll I'll perform better. Well, apparently, well, we still haven't. I still haven't heard what my mother thinks of this round of Scottish accent. So I need to get her. But we didn't do Scottish accents. It was only your natural accent. You know what? That's all I care about. I just want to know who your mother thought was better. <laughs> Final deciding vote lies with the voting stage. Yes. Hey, we're still in the early days. I may have a revival. I may have a comeback. Very possible. Uh, I, it's not going to happen. Oh, I <laughs> thought you meant in the life of the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. I meant on this particular poll. Yeah, in the life of the podcast, it, it, it is a possibility. But look, if you haven't voted before, and well, sure, there's nothing to vote on this time, but it's at NicePodBud 
on Twitter is where you vote, but you can also find us everywhere on social media. Nice pod bud. Um, but yeah, come, come have a chat with us. You know, just cause we're not got anything to vote on. Talk to us, like comment on things we say. You can ask us questions, but like I said, we may not remember them on Twitter. Yeah. Email us mm-hmm. admin at nicepodbud.com. Yes. Uh, you know what? We, you can even go nicepodbud at gmail.com if you want, Ooh. if you want options. You want to go old school. Take, take your pick. Either way, we will see it. Look, if you just want to have a chat, you can talk to Brogan uh, at 7 billion needles. And if you want to chat to Wayne, it's at Wayne Jewel. Yeah, that's right. We 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 want to talk to you. Do you want to talk to us? We need friends. Come, <laughs> we come have, have each other. Ch- we have Chris. And we yeah. have Justin. <laughs> we're, we're not lonely at all. <laughs> oh, did I say this on the podcast about what somebody said to me? Maybe, uh, possibly. Oh no, I don't think you did. When some when we were, I was talking about the fact that you know, oh my friend Wayne in Australia, oh my friend Chris in Tennessee, and somebody oh, at my work yeah, looked I at me I, and said, yeah. "Do you not have any local friends?" I think I might have said this yeah. last episode, but you know, still. Yeah, you did. It, it, I think it got cut, and it's in the bonus stuff. Then, then we'll cut it here. Yeah. No, we won't. We'll leave that in. <laughs> but become our friends, and we can say thank you, friends. Uh, thanks for stopping by and listening to our podcast. And as always, stay fresh, cheese bags. Mm-hmm.